Today on the Agents Who Crush It Real Estate Podcast, we're going to hear the good, the bad, and the ugly of how real estate agents overcame challenges and grew their business. Check out the episode notes at crushitinre.com slash podcast. And here's your host, Lindsay Favaza. Welcome back to the Agents Who Crush It in Real Estate podcast, where we bring you insights and expertise from top professionals in the real estate industry. I'm your host, Lindsay Favaza, and today we are excited to introduce Amy Bisson, a highly respected and well-known realtor in central Massachusetts. Amy has built her business on honesty, integrity, and trust making it a top priority to build strong relationships with her clients. She's had her license since May of 2017, and in those six years has just been a rock star. Her dedication to ensuring her clients feel comfortable throughout the entire buying and selling process has earned her a reputation as a top producer in the industry. She was a RACM, Rackham, Realtor, Choice nominee in 2018, 2019, 2020, and a Rackham top producer in 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021. At her previous company, she was the number one in sales and volume producer in 2019 and 20, and in 2021, she has been recognized as a top producer with Lamaki Realty and in 2022 as well. So, without further ado, Welcome to the podcast, Amy Bisson. Hello. I'm so excited to have you here today. I feel like we talked about this a while ago, but we never actually made it happen. So I'm excited to have you here. And our audience is going to learn a crap ton from you because you started six years ago, like I said, Mm -hmm. and then you sold over 30 homes in your first year and then consistently have just been selling 30 homes every year since then, which is like so impressive. So we have to find out how you're doing this. And we're going to ask, I'm going to ask you a bunch of different questions to get us there. So take me back to when you first started, why you decided to get into real estate and give us that backstory. I think that, so I was in um, insurance, corporate insurance for 16 years prior to real estate. Um, decided that I wanted to get out of an office, kind of develop more relationships necessarily with yeah. clients. Um, looked at my husband on, I don't know, random weekday and said, I think I'm gonna be a realtor. And he's a great guy, supports me and just says yes. Little did I know that you have to become part of a board to be a realtor, I didn't. I just went for it. You just, what, what did you go for? I was just going, I was going to be in real estate. I had, <laughs> I did not have yeah. the foggiest clue. Yeah. I knew that I loved clients. I loved yeah. developing relationships. Yeah. Um, I loved the interaction. I liked being out of the office. I liked going to people's homes. Um, and insurance, you had to be more in the office. You right? Absolutely. All day, every day. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and... Furthermore, because I was so naive, I said to him as a follow-up, well, I, I have to take a course, but I, I don't work on weekends. So <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not taking this course How's on weekends. working out for you now? <laughs> okay, this is how naive I was yeah. getting into it. Yeah. Um, I drove to Somerville yeah. two weeks in a row on a Tuesday and a Thursday, went through the entire course, um, took the test, passed, and the rest is history. I love it. Yeah. So what were some of the things in the first early days that were 
still shocking to you after you actually got your license and like what were some of the things that you're like I didn't expect I mean when did you finally realize like I'm working every weekend oh my gosh <laughs> I'm working every weekend and this is a hundred percent commission yeah. job yeah I went from 16 years of getting a paycheck weekly bi-weekly it's a huge risk yeah. and I'm blessed that I had the support of my husband and my family I had three little kids yeah um at the time I think they were three, six, and seven. Yeah. So I had them in school. Um, I think for me, my husband was a school teacher, an elementary school teacher, he's a phys ed teacher, um, and was working nights bartending. So he would wake up, go to school, come home, change, then go, he was a bartender at yeah. night, yeah. and he would come home at three o'clock in the morning, and he would do it all over do again. Do it all over, yeah. Because I was a 100% commission-based employee, new in the business, um, not a ton of experience. And I think that your why is so important. Yep. Um, and my why was that I didn't want him to have to work two jobs. Yeah. I wanted him to enjoy what he was doing. Yeah. And I was going to do anything and everything in my power to make that happen. Well, it happened fast. It did. It, it probably, did. I mean, did it happen faster than you expected? Did you, or were you like, no, this is how I'm gonna do it? <laughs> um, I think, I, you know, I, I worked for, for one brokerage. Um, it wasn't, and, and that's what I would say, you know, you're very naive yep. um, when you get into real estate. and. As a new licensee, you're going to have brokerages that that come to you. Yeah. Um, the one thing I would say, which I say with my kids in hockey, find the best coach. Yeah. Find the best leader. Yeah. Um, and that's what's so important. Um, I started on this journey, and I think that you have to unfortunately embrace being uncomfortable yeah um the the brokerage that i worked at prior to um to lamakia the broker reached out to me on social media yep and i remember looking at her social media um page and going wow she's done a lot and again thinking wow she must want to be my friend yeah and she invited me to, to a conference that they were having. I had someone that was coming with me because I, I don't do things alone. There, there's no way I'm going to drive an hour and a half to and then, this conference and not know not anyone. Not know anyone, yeah. yeah. I, I, that's not who I am. Yeah, George was talking about that on stage at the event. Yep. He and said, go alone. And I was like, oh, God, I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And you know what? My wing girl bailed. Oh, now you have to go alone. And guess what? I could have bailed. I yeah. could have said, I don't do this alone. Yeah. And to this day, six, seven years later, I am so incredibly grateful. Yeah. I had to embrace being uncomfortable. Yeah. And that's so important in real estate. Yep. There's a lot of things that are uncomfortable. You, just, you have to embrace it and you have to keep going. I had this question later on down my list, mm -hmm. but because you're saying being uncomfortable, we're gonna keep on this theme. Okay. So you have a difficult seller. 
Mm-hmm. We've all been there, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone's been there that's probably listening. They've had a difficult seller. They just can't get them to see the light, right? Mm-hmm. Especially right now with you know price adjustments potentially looming. I know sure. we still have some multiple offer situations happening, but it won't be long before these will be much more you know, prevalent. So what advice do you have to handle some of those things? What are some of the things that you do to make sure that you either mitigate some of those situations with sellers or, you know, how do you get through them once they come up? I think that we've all been in this situation. Yeah. I think education is crucial and starting right from the beginning. Set an expectation. If you don't set an expectation, you're, you're going into things blind. Um, and they are. And they are. Yeah. I, I, I present to all my clients that education is incredibly important to me. Um, you know, I go to trainings weekly. I take advantage of anything that I possibly can that will help me grow in the industry, whether that is a market update, whether that's meeting with a lender, whatever it may be. So I think setting the expectations from the get-go. Um, and, and I always tell them, I'm just like you. I can't anticipate everything, Mm -hmm. but here's my job to educate you on where we are seeing things go. Now, understandably, it's a very fluid situation. Things can change. Um, I try and set a precedence with my clients that I'm very real. I am just like them. Um, I am not here to convince them of anything. I am simply here to guide them. I want them to ask me questions. Um, Just throw anything and everything at me. Yes, we will still have clients that you're just not on. You you can't, you can't. can't. But at that point, I lean on the people around me. Yeah. And that might be for a, you know, rah-rah session, you got this, you can do this. Or it might be a round table. What What could I do? Yeah. Yeah. And, and and just take it from there. But I always say take anything, but specifically real estate from an abundance, not a desperation. Yeah. And have you ever had to fire a client, buyer, seller, anybody that you've had to go through that difficult situation? Reluctantly, I have. Yeah. Um, and you don't seem like the type that would be okay with that. No. I'm <laughs> And just the way I answered that. I know. Yeah. You would know that I I worked, I would say, tirelessly. But I think the psychology of real estate is bigger than real estate. And sometimes you have to let go of the things that you can't control. Absolutely. And I just, you know. And I, you have to make room for the clients that you can help. You do. You yeah. do. Yeah. All right. So how do you build trust and maintain these relationships with your clients over time. So like, you know, obviously having such consistent years, year after year, Mm -hmm. you obviously have a good referral base and things like that. So how do you make it so that these people want to come back to you, they want to refer you, they want to use you again? How do you do that? I think what I touched upon prior Mm. was I want my clients to know that I am real. Yeah. I joke that I put my pants on the same way you do. (laughs) Yeah. I use social media in my personal social media page to show them I'm real. It yeah. might be, you know, a silly story about something that my kids did. They broke a TV. Love it. Um, whatever they m- might have done. 
but I'm not different than anybody else. Yeah. I want to become part of their family. Yeah. And I know that it sounds silly because every realtor talks about trust and integrity and everything else. But, you know, I've gone over to people's houses. I've spread mulch. Yeah. Um, I've hung drywall. And it's not that I'm, I'm better. Yeah. I just want people to understand that I'm just like them. Yeah. And you want to be a part of the family or you want to make friends with these people. You want to have them in your life. Yeah. Without question. Which I, is I, why you can't break up with someone. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I always say that if I could, if I could count the number of times I have been the first one that someone has told me that they're expecting, that oh they're my getting God, that's married. That's so cool. I have held babies. Yeah. For the first time. Yeah. You become a therapist a little bit. You too. do. You become a therapist. You become mm-hmm. part of their family. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have a family that I've probably done in six, seven years, eight transactions with. Yeah. I am part of their family. Yeah. But I don't take that lightly. Mm. Family's super important to me. My family is super important to me, so you can understand how important my clients are. Absolutely. So let's talk the flip side then. Multiple offer situations, like I mentioned, are still a thing. Mm-hmm. They're still, we're still seeing that. So what are some of the things that you do to help your buyers on the other side of the transaction get the, get the home? I would say I'm trying to, you know, almost like a, if I were to break it down, mm-hmm. it starts from the beginning. Yeah. Make a name for yourself in the industry. Yeah. A good name. Mm-hmm. Because your reputation, yes. when a, a listing agent sees an offer come in, they're going to know that it's a well-written offer. It's to the point. It's correct. There's no errors. You've vetted the lender. You've done everything. Um, communication is huge. I always, it, it sounds silly, but if I go to an open house mm-hmm. with a client... I always hang back a little. They go outside and I hang back. And I want that realtor to remember me and my clients on something. And then what I do is when I send over the offer in an email, I will break down the offer in the email with everything attached, but I will reference something that we conversed about at that open house. That's just an example. Yeah. But... I want people, the end goal of any real estate transaction is a smooth transaction that closes. I want other realtors and colleagues around me to know that if they and their client accepts an offer where Amy Bisson is representing the buyer, we're good. Yep. We're good. Yep. And a lot of people talk about that's why they get into different realtor associations. They volunteer, you know, they help out at their, you know, local association. They're very involved as much as they can be with other realtors. Absolutely. And I think that that's probably something in the beginning that you also probably didn't realize was a part of this job. It's because you thought like you're all salespeople working against each other. And the reality is, is that there's so much that you have to do to work together. Exactly. Regardless of brokerage and all of those things. But I will say that's why I said earlier, focus on the leader. Yeah. Because not every brokerage yeah. is, is like that. And that's the reality. That's the reality of life. Yeah. Um, 
so you want some trained to be cutthroat and some trained to be supportive and helpful. Exactly. But I would say network, take advantage of trainings, networking events. You don't have to be, you know, social seven days a week, you know, whatever. You don't have to go out, pick and choose. Yeah. But you you want people to know who you are. Become your local celebrity. Yep. I love it. All right. Marketing. My favorite topic, of course. Yes. I want to hear about some of the effective marketing strategies you've had over the years. Maybe they're, it's not working as well right now because we're in a different market or like whatever the case is, but what are some of the things that you've done that have helped you in the past that you're like, wow, this has been really great? Obviously, you mentioned social media. Yes. And I know that you're big on social media and that's awesome and warms my heart. Um, but what other things have you done too? So... In college, I was a marketing minor. Mm-hmm. So I did not know that. Yes. I love it. I was a communications major in a marketing minor. So I had a marketing professor tell me more years than I would like to admit <laughs> ago that always look at marketing as a basketball. And it's always spinning. So you need to spin based on the market that you're in and the Mm -hmm. client that you are around. I love that. And I think that the market over the last six years has been evolving. And I've had to change a lot. And sometimes I will do, you know, I, I started doing everything on my own and I was working on my business more than in my business, which sounds silly that I was that successful. But I think that depending upon the market that you are targeting yeah. depends upon your audience. Yeah. Social media, for the most part, is free. Take advantage of it. Right now, reels mm-hmm. are incredibly popular. Yep. And that's where you're getting your biggest target audience of, of buyers. Yeah, people are gonna see you if people you're People are them. going, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm shocked yeah. sometimes, and I, I, I send, know. and I send you screenshots <laughs> saying, genocide. oh my goodness. How did I get so many views? Oh my goodness yeah. gracious, how did 13,000 people I know. view this? How did 41,000 people yeah. view this? Yeah, and I wanna say that it takes time. Like you've been it doing does. this for a little while, and then that happens, and all of a sudden you're like, why? Exactly. And, to be honest, you can't say why. You can't always say why. Sometimes it's the message, sometimes it's the timing, sometimes it's the music, sometimes it's the t- caption, sometimes it's the hashtags, like it could be anything. It could be. But you gotta just keep, like you said, you gotta cu- just keep spinning. And I love the just keep spinning. I think that's gonna be the title of your episode because yeah. <laughs> I think that that's such a great way to look at it. You have to. You, you can use that analogy in life, yeah. in family, in business. Yeah. Um, and understandably, I, I laugh that some people will comment on on the post and you know they'll ask me what color nail polish I'm wearing yeah. or yeah. what color lipstick and I'm and I always say to myself like that has nothing to do with the message that I'm presenting but but that, they're watching very closely but they're watching very closely <laughs> and guess what that's top of mind yeah that that that's huge I love it all right this is a question that I have literally never asked anybody on this podcast sure. 
Actually, that's not true. I think I've asked like forms of it, and I think that people have been afraid of how to answer. So I'm going to ask you. Go for it. Um, but I want to, with tax season coming up, so, well, I mean, we're in it, right? Um, talk to me about budgeting, how you prepare for taxes, what kind of tips you can give. Now, every single person that I ever talk to about this, every realtor, they always say, like, I'm not good at it. So don't take my advice, but this sure. is what I do. Sure. So I feel like someone can take little pieces from every single person of what they do and make it into something that works for them. And I think, you know, to put the little, you know, small print on this episode, make sure you have a professional tax accountant, someone that can help you with this. So yes. we'll just say that so that we're covered, right? But oh, yes. go ahead and give us some advice on how you handle tax season. I want to preface this by saying that when you ask this question, there should be a sound effect after that goes dun 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 dun. dun, dun. The downside of being a independent contractor. Exactly. <laughs> it, it, there's there's no easy way around it. And going back to what you said at the very beginning, this is probably one of those things again that was like shocking to you that you're like, "What? I had no idea. I did 30 transactions and I was supposed to put money aside?" Exactly. <laughs> I, this is God honest truth. Yeah. I remember sitting with my accountant. Well, first year I, I did my taxes on my own. Okay, well that's my first tip. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe you can. All the more power to you. Yep. Again, your you know your disclosure, yeah. the fine print. <laughs> Make sure to I find would someone not. professional to handle. <laughs> exactly, I would not. But um, I remember sitting across from our accountant and saying, I- "I'm supposed to pay that all at once, and when am I supposed to pay that?" Oh wait, and I have to pay the IRS and the state of Massachusetts? Okay, Um, so I thought I was a millionaire the first year I worked in real estate. Like, what the heck happened? Yeah. I think a lot of people, it's it's one of those topics people don't talk about. No, they don't. But guess what? And that's why I'm going to start, because it's important. And it can bury someone, especially when, you know, deals start to dry up and you haven't been putting money aside and then you get hammered with that tax bill. Like, that's scary. Yes. Yeah. And I think that it's that conversation that no one has. It's like the skeleton in the closet. Yeah. No one wants to talk about it. Yep. Um, the, the, the tips that I would say is if you have the ability, hire a virtual bookkeeper. Mm. Um, track everything. Get yourself a great app on yes. your phone yep. that, you know, I use, I think I, it's called Ever ever source I don't know don't quote me on that because I don't know the exact name of it but yep. it tracks my mileage it tracks everything from my car it tracks expenses it breaks everything down and at the end of the year I have the ability to, to print out a, a spreadsheet mm-hmm. um, be organized be organized get yourself an incredible accountant pay for an incredible accountant that not only does your taxes but touches base with you throughout the year yeah Typically, accountants are very, very, very busy between January and a little after April. Yeah. They're buzzing through that. And it's no disrespect to to any any accountant. So you're in the shuffle. Yeah. You know what? You want an accountant that's going to guide you throughout the year, not just when they're doing your taxes. Yeah. Try and pay quarterly. Yeah. Try and put 33% into an account Every, from each yep. commission check yep. in an account that you do not have the ability to access. Yeah. You don't want to have access to that money. Nope. It's out of sight, out of mind. Because it's not your money. It's not. It's not. And they'll come find you. Yeah. 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 That's the scary part. So, all right. 
Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I appreciate you answering the hard-hitting questions. It's not an easy one. I know, it's not. And and, And it's a scary one, and it makes people cringe because, yeah, you're right. They start getting those paychecks, and you're like, I'm rich. Sure. And then you're not. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You're only 70% rich. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. What kinds of apps, since you mentioned the app for this, but what kinds of apps in tech can you just not live without? So I'm assuming your Instagram's pretty popular on your phone now, but... (laughs) Um, Instagram, obviously. Any social media. Yeah. Although, confession, I am not on TikTok. Yeah. I do not use LinkedIn as much as I should, but that goes back to that spinning in the ball. Yeah. That... Instagram is really hot right now. Yeah. If I could give, you know, one word of advice, do what works for you. Yeah. When yeah. I first started years ago, door knocking was big. Yep. Okay, now we're we're in a different world right now. Yeah. Safety, things like that. Maybe people aren't comfortable with that. Yeah. If door knocking doesn't work for you, don't think that you have to do it. Yep. Um, so with regards to apps, I, I should be on LinkedIn a little bit more, but I'm not. Um, I focus on my personal Facebook, my business Facebook, yep. and Instagram. Great. Um, do you have like a dot loop app? Do you have like like what like oh what gosh. apps do you like literally go in and use every single day? Like, do you use your notes app? Are you like writing notes for yourself? Like reminders? Like, is your calendar app the most? But like, what are the apps that like you literally couldn't take off your phone? So again, true confessions. I'm a paper person. Oh, so. With regards to notes, reminders, things yeah. like that, I don't necessarily use them. Yeah, I use an app um, for tracking, for expenses. Yep, I use Showing Time. Yep. I use Dot Loop. I use Waze a lot. Yep, yep. Um, <laughs> Although it failed you this morning. It, oh, <laughs> I can't believe it. I know I lived it happened. Like forty-five minutes away, and it took me two hours to get here. <laughs> That traffic is nuts. That's just insanity. Yeah. Um, Now, with this being said, with apps, I think you can very quickly go down the rabbit hole. Yeah. On apps. Mm -hmm. And when I'm supposed to be doing a certain thing, I find myself on Pinterest. I find myself watching reels and then an hour goes by and I thought, oh my gosh, I could have made X amount of phone calls and I didn't. So one of the apps that I recently downloaded was Freedom. And it is the ability to completely block anything. I love that. You can, I mean, I can block social media. Um, Amazon was a big thing for me. So I deleted the Amazon app. Wow. Something that that's bold. I don't know if I could do that. Well, something that realtors <laughs> struggle with is immediate gratification. It's something I yeah. had to I had to work on because you have a deal signed, sealed, you're good, but you have to wait forty five to sixty days to get paid. Yep. Amazon kind of filled that void of instant gratification. I took Amazon completely off my phone, and yep. I moved all social media apps to the fourth page mm. of my phone. Yep. So. I would say right now, freedom is my number one. So does it like, does it block it after a certain amount of time in a day or like certain amount of time each time you open it or like, how does that work? I have it set to, to block from nine to four. That is so smart. So I have no access. It is so 
you know, freeing. It, it is. It is. But initially, you have horrible anxiety. I know. When I first set it up, you're like, I'm missing something. I'm missing a notification. I'm missing something. I absolutely. Know. Yeah. We're addicted. But we, unfortunately, I, I was listening to a Tony Robbins um, YouTube clip this morning, which I'm a, I'm a huge fan of. And it is so relevant. We all get caught up on the minutia of life. Mm -hmm. What every celebrity is doing, what new makeup line they have, yep. what is who signed who and what sports team. And when you break it down, that's the little stuff. Yeah, that's, none that's, of it matters. That's not important. No. Um, now, I think that you need a release. Yeah. But for that, I, I that app has it set that that's not important. Yeah. I need to focus on work. Yep. And focus is the In thing those hours. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I love it. So you mentioned Tony Robbins. Mm -hmm. Is there any like books that you've read, podcasts that you listen to, people that you follow that, you know, have been inspirational to you like, like that? I always have some sort of book going. Yeah. True Confessions. Right now I have um, self-care. Yeah. For um, people with ADHD. Yeah. And it's just a matter of reading through things and saying, okay, yes, I need to focus on this. I need to focus on that. Um, I was an adult who was diagnosed Yeah, late in life, went through middle school, elementary school, everything, high school, not knowing. Not knowing. And fortunately or unfortunately, yeah. I was I was late in life to be diagnosed, Yeah, um, which answers a lot of questions. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I wish I knew the names of, of the books. Yeah. Um, I'm a big, I'm a big podcast person. Yeah. yeah. Um, and now you're on one. I am. How exciting. I am. <laughs> um, the, I, you know, I, I find that either I jam out yeah. to crazy loud music. Yep. You know, 80s bands journey. I love it. Van Halen. Then I throw in like 90s rap <laughs> yes. and I just jam out and that's what kind of gets me going. I love it. Um, with, you know, an occasional podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. So I didn't answer that question no. very well. No, but fine. No, that's what people need to hear that. You yeah. Know, you need that release. I'm not going to be too. that person that's going to be like, okay. Although I did buy Barry Habib's yes. Money in the Streets. Yeah, he's great. Because he was awesome. Yeah, he is awesome. I know Anthony follows him a lot too. I'm big about words. Yeah. And I always tell my kids. Well, you're a communications major now. Yes. So now I know this about you. Yes. It's all I, coming together. I always tell my kids <laughs> that words matter. Yeah. Good or bad. Yeah. And that and that goes for everything in life. Yep. Watch what you say. A simple word can 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 really affect someone. Yeah, absolutely. All right. We are wrapping up now, unfortunately. Um, what advice do you have for experienced realtors out there who want to take their business to that next level who maybe, or maybe someone who's just started and they want to be as consistent as you've been? So what advice do you have to give to them? I would say it sounds very cliche. Your why is so very important. Find what works for you. I use the the statement, you do you. I mm -hmm. even tell my clients that when submitting an offer and knowing that we're up against yeah. 15 other offers. What do you feel comfortable with? You do you. Yep. So if you walk away and, and, and this offer isn't accepted, you need to know 
just in real estate. You gave it everything. Mm -hmm. And if you break it down by day, a sense of accomplishment, if your if your goal is to write five handwritten notes a day, yep. which is huge. Yeah. I love that. That's yeah. bringing it back to the basics and that's kind of where we're at right now. Yeah. Know that you've accomplished something and that would be my number one. And be yourself, be yeah. authentic. Yes. I feel like people can relate. Yeah. To Better. people who are authentic and, and just like them. Well, listen to you in the last half an hour talking about, you know, being diagnosed with ADHD and talking about your family and talking about some of the struggles that you've had and all these things that makes you relatable. So the people that are listening feel like they get to know you better. They feel like they know who you are on a deeper level. And if you're not putting yourself out there in that way. Absolutely. Everyone has a story. Yeah. Everyone has a story. It's what you make of it. Yeah. Do you let it guide you and push you or do you allow it to break you? Yeah, for sure. And not every day is a good day, but you have to, you know, you portray what you feel. Yep. So if you're having a down day, do, you know, look at yourself in the mirror and be like, I, I got this. Yep. Because that's what you're going to portray to your clients, you know, people. Family, who, everything. Fam- yeah. Everybody. Yeah. You're, you're surrounded. Yep. And, and just be authentic. I love it. Well, yeah. thank you so much thank for doing you. this with me. Thank you. I really, thank really you. appreciate it. And thank you to all of our listeners who are out there. I'm sure you picked up a bunch of nuggets from this. Um, and we will link to Amy's social and everything in the show notes. So feel free to check that out. Reach out to her if you have any more questions or anything like that. And we will see you guys on the next episode of The Agents Who Crush It in Real Estate. Thanks so much for coming. Thank you. We hope you learned something today. Be sure to take action and grow your business. You can check out the episode notes and more content from the show at crushinre.com slash podcast. And if you like this episode and want to hear more stories, please share with others, post on social media, and leave a review. Check out our other content on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Crush It in Real Estate. We appreciate you listening to our podcast. Now get out there and crush it in real estate.